Hey guys, welcome to the Hey DJ Show. I'm your host, DJ Jimenez. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're over on YouTube, please go ahead and hit, hit that like button, subscribe for more content. Uh, remember, you can catch this podcast on the go wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And do consider following me on every social media platform at the Hey DJ Show. With all that boring stuff out of the way, I'm really happy to introduce my next guest, Kirsten Warner. Kirsten, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, man, I, I got to say, now that I can say this on the air, I think you're going to help me on this show. Like You're, you're a bigger deal than me <laughs> on TikTok than I am on YouTube. So I'm using you. I'm just kidding. Well, I think I think YouTube is harder than TikTok is as far as views go and stuff like that. I agree. TikTok, you get pushed out to so many people so quickly that they see your content really quickly, really yeah. fast. Yeah. So uh, let's just kind of jump right into it. Uh, how'd you get started with TikTok? It was just me messing around, having yeah. fun. And then I kind of used it as a place to like vent when things were getting tough as far as life goes, you know, and it ended up picking up some traction. So I kept going. Yeah, there you go. That I mean, honestly, that's how anything starts uh kind of like me with the podcast you asked earlier uh how i got started with this uh so basically i'm gonna try to make this kind of short because this for you i don't want to talk so much about me but (laughs) um so back in november uh of last year i was just hanging out with a bunch of friends of mine we were just all reminiscing, making fun of each other, laughing, having a good time, you know. And after like a really big group laugh, like somebody said, uh, man, this is the kind of stuff you, you would like hear on a podcast. And then I said, man, I've always wanted to start a podcast. And then this one dude who I just met, like nice guy, and who I owe all this to really, he says, then do it. Just start. And like with anybody, uh, they start making excuses. Like, and I was making excuses. I was like, "Oh well, I can't. I don't have a camera." He was like, "What? What phone do you got?" I was like, "The iPhone 7. He was like, "You can. You have a camera. You can start." Then I was like, "Oh well, I don't have this." And he kept just like debunking me, kept shooting yeah. me down. And then literally at the end, he was like, "The only thing stopping you is you," and I like it kind of hit. And like everybody was kind of quiet and and then we went back to, you know, laughing and stuff. But then I went home and I'm like, yeah, the only thing stopping me is me. Yeah. And then like the biggest thing was I didn't know how to edit. And I told him that I was like, well, I don't know how to edit. He was like, you could literally learn it, learn it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And he was right. Like you can learn anything on YouTube. So it took several hours and days even. But then I, I got to it. I had a buddy who helped me out, Steven. And... Then, like, literally, uh, uh, the first three episodes of my show on YouTube, they're complete trash. I'm embarrassed <laughs> of them. They're cringeworthy. But I will never delete them because I always said this. It, like, say I were to blow up, like, tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I want to leave that there because I think a lot of people forget about the beginnings, day ones and stuff. Right. And that's my beginning. I, I needed that to happen. Even though it's bad, it's cringeworthy, and I know that. Uh, it's, it's a symbol for me that like, you have to start somewhere. Everybody mm-hmm. starts somewhere. And so then, you know, uh, I, I did it by myself, uh, like talking just by myself and I didn't like that. Uh, and then 
when I was like, I want to interview people. And then when I started bringing in my friends and stuff, that's when people started to uh, really give me compliments, enjoy it. And I'm like, and I, and it was better banter back and forth. Yeah. So that was like, all right, this is my motivation. And now I've gotten to the point where I'm comfortable editing. Uh, people are liking the show. So now there's no reason to stop now. And it's honestly super fun. Like it's a really fun hobby. Yeah. And so no, and, and it's one of the reasons why I really appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. That is a really good friend. Whoever it is yeah. that told uh, his you name to is start. Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Keep that friend. Yeah. Because honestly, starting is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And getting over the fact that you're going to fail at first is hard to, it's, it's hard to do. Yeah. A lot of people feel like they need to do something well right away if they do it. And you should do some something well. Les Brown said this in a motivational speech I listened to on the way over here. Oh, nice. He said... If you're going to do something, yes, you have to do it well, but until you can do it well, do it unwell. Mm-hmm. Do it unwell until you can learn how to do it well and keep doing it. Yeah. And, and and kind of going with that, the thing is, like, when I did, like, episode one, uh, yes, before I was still a little, you know, nervous and scared. Not a little bit. I was a lot nervous and scared. But I don't know what bad is and I don't know what good is. Like until you start, you you have nothing to measure. And then, yeah, when I did episode one, I realized, okay, this is crap. I need to do better. And then I'm I'm uh, episode two and three. I was like, man, this is still crap because I was doing it by myself. And then I realized, all right, I want to let me do interview style. Once I brought in my buddy Steven and he was my first interview, I still messed that up. And... I was like, all right, I, I kept look. I actually had something tangible to fix. I was like, all right, I need to work on audio. Okay, I need better questions. Uh, I need to get better at editing. I actually had a goal. Yeah. And the mistakes, no, like, yeah, the mistakes still hurt pride-wise. Like, you don't want to mess up. But at the same time, I had something I knew I could fix. Right. Instead of, you know, battling doubt or something or, yeah. That's so important. It's yeah. part of mastery. You have to have goals. You have to have these little wins, these these things to aspire to in mm-hmm. order to get better in what you want to do. And as long as you want to do it, you're going to do it. You're going to yeah. succeed. You just have to push yourself. Yeah. Now I'm at that point where now the only thing stopping me from doing an episode is literally me. Like now, uh, I mean, I had a buddy of mine, Eddie, shout out to you, Eddie, who made the intro and outro music. My buddy Neil and Eric, who made the logo, and I owe it all to them as well. But now, you know, they're not hitting me up, going like, "Hey, who do you have for the uh, uh, next episode?" Now it's all on me. Now I'm the one reaching out to my guests. Now I'm the one where, after you know, you and I are done, I'm the one that has to edit. So now the only thing stopping me is me, and I like that position of power. Now I'm not nervous anymore. Now it's my job to not make my guests nervous. And now it, it just, it, it honestly feels good. Like I have this momentum. I'm not going to stop this momentum. And it's, again, it's it's just a fun hobby, man. Like every guest is different. Every episode is different. And, oh man, I can go on and on, but. I love it. I, <laughs> I love it. I think this is perfect for you. Like, I, I mean, it. we knew each other back in high school and it all of our conversations were so fun. It was. It was great. Yeah. It was not forced it was it was just relaxed and fun and 
Yeah, I, I think this is great for you. See, you now, do a good job. Like, and I mentioned this earlier. Now I think you're you're relaxed and we're yeah. not even five minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. All right. Awesome. Um, So uh, but kind of going back with the uh, the TikTok, one thing uh, I wanted to uh, like, well, I had a question of is so your handle is the advocate of mm-hmm. 13 or 1.3. What 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 is that? So the 13 is actually my birthday. Oh. It's the day because the advocate was taken. Oh. <laughs> As it always is, you know, your first username is always always taken. Right. But the advocate, um, something I'm passionate about is mm-hmm. patient advocacy or advocating for people who can't advocate for themselves, mm-hmm. can't fight for themselves, um, specific, specifically in the healthcare space. Mm-hmm. So the advocate was just, it was what I'm most passionate about. And I put that into a handle on TikTok. I didn't originally think that that was going to be part of what I promoted or did on TikTok. I just thought it was a username. Yeah. But it's a part of what I do every in every avenue of my life. I want to help people. I want to help people who can't help themselves. Yeah. And so I carried that over to TikTok in some ways too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, anything you, you mentioned health, anything in the specific health realm? Because, I mean, health is like, has a bunch of branches. It does have a bunch of branches. Um, Previously, I did advocacy as far as pharmaceuticals, I'm sorry, pharmaceuticals go. Mm-hmm. Um, So when people can't get medications that they really need, I helped fight for them to get those medications against insurance companies. Um, I worked with their doctors to coordinate them getting those, you know, medications. I found arguments for them. I did appeals for them, things like that. Yeah. Um, But... I would like to eventually, you know, branch out and in, into different areas of ad, ad. I'm sorry, different areas of advocacy, um, as far as you know, promotion goes. So trying to reach out to different um, groups of people who may not know about conditions that they're struggling with. Mm. I want to help people understand what they're going through while they're going through it. And yeah. I want them to be able to make informed decisions on things that they're experiencing. So as far as TikTok goes, I've made a couple of videos um, trying to promote people to do their own research with decisions that they're um, facing. Yeah. No, uh, I, I was watching a couple of your videos to, you know, kind of get ready uh, for the show. And yeah, some powerful stuff. And um yeah, and and you went through some hardships, and I, I like how uh, you showed your vulnerable side, but at the same time, you're you have this welcoming feeling in your videos. So I I, I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, no, some real some real stuff there. I I know it's vague, but like I'm also trying to like I know you put it publicly, but at the same time, I was like. I'm not going to be the one to oh, say you it until you say it. So I I lost my daughter at eight months old. She passed from SIDS and it was the hardest time in my entire life. Yeah. But that was the that was the worst grief that I've ever felt mm-hmm. with anything. And I know it will be the worst grief I ever feel so long as that never happens to me again. Yeah. But... It also forced me to find hope in places that I felt like there wasn't any help. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want people going through that same thing to feel like they don't have hope somewhere. I want 
I wanted them to know that, yes, it's a struggle. And yes, it may not always get better right away and it will never be the same. Mm -hmm. But there are good things that still can happen. And there are still these moments of utter joy that you need to hold on to. Like every time I see a rainbow, I get so excited because that to me is a sign of my daughter. Nice. And it, it had been our thing since, you know, I was pregnant with her and found out I was pregnant with her. I saw a rainbow that day. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I had some complications and I walked out of the doctor's office and I saw a rainbow that day and I knew that she was going to be okay. And so, you know, after she died, I looked for those rainbows. Yeah. And I didn't see them for a little while and I got discouraged. Yeah. And then I started seeing them again and it, it made me hopeful and I... I was more hopeful than I had ever been in my entire life in that moment after I lost her and I saw a rainbow. Mm -hmm. So there are gifts in grief too. Yeah. You know, and it's it's important to hold on to those and not always get so overwhelmed with the pain of it, but yeah. to have both of those coincide. Yeah, and and like kind of again going with your uh, uh, with your TikTok where you, you you know you talk about that like you're really open about you know with the loss of your daughter and it's funny because well it's not funny but I, mean, I always say that phrase it's funny but it's like no no it's it's like a segment conversation anyways uh it's a coincidence i should say where um i'll notice uh things in the past before tiktok was ever invented where uh back when facebook pages like groups and stuff was like a little bit more popular i don't know if it's still as popular now but like um there'll be a friend of mine who would like uh i i had a friend who had a miscarriage and then you know so she's like hey like to other moms out there that you know feels like they failed as a mom you know you're not alone and they have these counseling groups and i think that's just it's it's badass like they there is like a community out there for that and i think what you're doing uh with tiktok I think it's pretty cool uh, just from that. Like, hey, you're not alone. Like, uh, it, it, it sucks. It's it, I, I'm not saying it's a common thing, but it's it's just know that if this happens to you, it's it's bad. We've been there. I've been there. Like, I'm, I'm here to help you. Yeah. And like you said, it's 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 not going to be an easy road. It's not going to get solved overnight. Nothing right. does. And I mean, yeah, I mean, uh insert anything bad here it's not going to get solved overnight but i think the most important thing it's a cliche thing but i think people do forget it is you really aren't alone mm -hmm. it does suck and and some like when like the moment hits you whatever bad thing hits you i think that's the first thing people retreat to is like man i'm alone like right damn this bad thing is only unique to me and yeah um no i think what you're doing is great though yeah, it's there when bad things happen, it does feel isolating. It feels like I am on this journey by myself. And grief is a self journey, but with others. Yeah. It's, it's hard to explain in that, but there are, you know, points in grief where it feels lonely. At the same time, there are people there to help you. And it's it's about finding those people. When when I lost Emma, I actually joined one of those Facebook groups. Okay, cool. And so I was in an Essence group and those ladies helped save my life nice so i i want to pass that on and, and help other people know that they're not they're not alone and they're they're not ignored and they're seen mm -hmm. in those moments and even if it's not something as as 
similar to losing a child. Mm -hmm. Every person who is going through a struggle, that struggle is great to them, no matter what that struggle is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like if you're going through something and it's really hard for you, it may be the hardest thing that you've ever gone through. And it may be just as discouraging as, you know, somebody else's struggle that sounds worse. Yeah. But it's it's where you're at at that point. And I think that everyone needs to know that they have the ability to overcome those things at that point. They just have to believe in themselves. Yeah. No, there was a there was a line from like uh, a cartoon years ago where uh, this character was like kind of grieving about something. And another character said, hey, it's not the end of the world. And then the other character was like, no, it's the end of my world. And it, it's it's true. It's like, you know, if to you, it may not be a big deal. But to that person, it was like everything to them. So, right. yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that. Oh, man. Powerful shit. <laughs> uh so one of your videos this is kind of going to be like one of the bulks of this uh interview one of your videos got a million views like see you're a big shot now like <laughs> you're bigger than me so <laughs> uh one of your videos got a million views it's a it's a really creepy video in a way uh so you found a bat on a quarter that the year is 2020 Yep, I have one right here. We have it in front of us. I know the camera can necessarily pick it up, but guys, I'm looking at a quarter. Or for those who are listening, not watching, which you should be watching. Uh, <laughs> I have a quarter, you know, George Washington, United States of America, quarter. And on the back, instead of the bald eagle, 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 whatever, uh, is two bats. And the year on them is 2020. And but that's not the freaky part. The freaky part is that apparently the well, I don't want to say it. Kirsten, take it away. <laughs> so I, I I'll tell you first how this started. Okay. The video started because my sister was telling me about the conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. I had never heard of it before oh, yeah, she right. was telling me. And she had one of these quarters because she's a server, so she gets them all the time and she's like, here, you can She's a server yeah. and she got a quarter. Man, yeah. okay. Uh Kirsten's sister, what's her name? Jennifer Warner. Jennifer, I am so sorry. I'm a server too. I don't you just freaking hate it <laughs> when a guest gives you a quarter? Pay with a freaking card. It's it's 2021, people. Stop it. <laughs> if you have coins, be ashamed. Be ashamed. I, I disclaimer. I got to put that out there. That just that just like ruffled my feathers just for a little bit. Ugh. No, I totally. I'm agree so with sorry, you. Jennifer. When you get a quarter. <laughs> cash i don't care like oh Round i don't up. have to claim the cash i don't care no pay with a freaking card sorry <laughs> had a vent. well Ugh. i do need to say that like i do like getting paid in cash when i at least when i was serving because yeah there are advantages but quarters i yeah keep them yeah keep them people if you go mm, <laughs> you, you're already on my shit list if you're going to a restaurant and you're like oh the bill is a uh, one uh 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 like Fifty dollars and sixty-one cents. Oh, I don't know. I'm just gonna grab some coin. I hate you. I hate you to my core. Every server in the world hates you when you do. Oh no, my server loves it. No, he or she hates you because they have to carry it around. Like that's not cool. They're not you... gonna tip people out with that. Like no. they're just like, oh, I'm just gonna put this on my piggy bank. Which the piggy bank, I'm gonna take it to freaking Publix, going to the Coin Star. But then yeah. you have to pay like three percent of that. It's ten percent. 
It's ten percent. Ten wow. or eleven. Oh, wow, it's they, a lot. They raised it up. It yeah. used to be lower than that. Unless you do like a gift card, but yeah. Sorry, this is slipping down. No, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and if you uh, pay with pennies, or if you put a penny on that table, oh, if I you swear... pay with a penny, like. <laughs> Pray to whatever God you believe in that I didn't punch you in the freaking face right then and there. It's just like, oh, my God, you are the absolute worst. Like the this job, I don't want to keep it uh, bad enough to not tell you how badly you suck when you give me a penny. Oh, my. Uh, and, and you know what? Not even like one. It's never one penny. No. It's like a couple ten of them. Yeah. Oh, I don't have a dime, so I'm just going to give you ten pennies. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, mm, mm, mm. I'm just sorry. All right. <laughs> Go on. So uh, she was telling me about this conspiracy theory with, you know, COVID and quarters and specifically this quarter with the bats on it, which, by the way, is supposed to be like a Samoan fruit bat thing. Apparently, mm-hmm. I think they're endangered, but don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> Fact check false. Yeah. So uh, she showed it to me and she she was like, isn't it weird that these came out in 2020? And I was like, yeah, these are super weird because it takes time to do the artwork to cut the dyes, to produce them, and then to put them out. Mm-hmm. 2020 is not the year they started working on this project. 2020 is the year that we got these coins. So they were in production in 2019. And that that has actually been confirmed that they were um, prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, And so it just kind of seems like a weird coincidence to have a bat on the back of a quarter at the same time that we're in this pandemic that they originally said may have originated from a bat yeah you know it a lot of people when i posted the video i did didn't understand that that's what i was saying at the end you know that uh that they originally said that covid may have come from a bat yeah but i think that sounds that's a little too perfect you know what i mean yeah it's a little too perfect and I'm not saying that I think that this is 100% fact, that this conspiracy theory is real life. I don't know. That's it's just truth. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that they're fun to think about because you think outside the box. You you think of different possibilities rather than just the one you're told. And so I that's why I kind of like conspiracy theories. And I think that a lot of other people share that. Mm-hmm. So when I posted about it... Um, a lot of people watch that video. It's <laughs> 1.1 million views in seven days. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was 93.5 thousand likes in seven days. Now it's a little higher, but. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say lower. <laughs> no. Oh, man. No, dude. Okay. So what I was going to uh, mention uh, uh, when you got here, and I was like, wait, I'll, I want to get it on the air, was the fact that. I don't like conspiracy theories. I'm like, when I'm around people, I'm, around, I'm the minority. I know everybody loves conspiracy theories. I don't. Uh, and, uh, but I'm a, I'm a skeptic by nature. And literally I was upstairs. I was in my bed watching your videos, getting ready for the show. And then literally like my eyes were like, just, you know, I'm like almost going to sleep. And then you said, because I didn't know this, uh, that, oh, whatever year is on the coin, it got made the year before. So it, it actually took me a minute to register. It was like, yeah, 2020, it got made in 2019. Yeah, what's the break? But wait a minute. And then <laughs> something started clicking. I was like, wait a minute. Bullshit. What? <laughs> and so then, like, I had to look it up because I was like, it's not that I don't believe you. It's like, 
no way. Is that really a thing? Maybe it just got made in uh, uh, 2020, like in, I don't know, February and with the whole thing. And, but yeah, you, uh, uh, I mean, the source I looked at, I don't know if it's legitimate or whatever, but you are right that it is a thing that gets made a year prior, which made me just go like, I'm still a skeptic. I'm like, no way, but what, huh? What, what is this? So no, that, it's a freak, it's a freaky thing, man. And I was saying, I was hanging out with my brother yesterday and I was telling him about the quarter and my sister-in-law knew about it. And I was like, I just hope it's honestly like a troll who works for the quarter making is all like, oh man, I'm just gonna put a bat on here. And it, it literally got made in 2020, but he's just like messing with people. That's what I like to think, but no, uh, I don't know. I don't work for quarter makers, so I don't know, but interesting thing. The timing is just, it's just so strange. And then too, like, I mean, a lot of people thought that these were made after, um, after COVID. Yeah. And I, that's I what understand. I would assume. That's what I actually did assume. But then my question, my question to that would be like, why would anybody do that? Because they would get such negative, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I would think because they still, I still makes people think about COVID, you know? But as far as like what you said with the conspiracy theories, not being a big, you know, I want to say advocator or mm-hmm. promoter of cons- conspiracy theories, I completely understand. And being a skeptic, I completely understand. But sometimes I think conspiracy theories are being a skeptic. It's just what you're being skeptical about. So, you know, being skeptical about common knowledge, what you're told, things that we just kind of automatically assume are correct because mm-hmm. we're told it so many times. I think that's a good way to look at things sometimes. Yeah. Because there are things that we're told that are not correct. There mm. are things that we view as fact that really aren't. And I'm finding that more and more now um, as I get older that, that there are things that we may be kept from and for possibly good reason. But I think that's for us to, to decide. I agree. Yeah. Because that's where... Um that's where you get into basically playing God of like, Oh, you no, don't get me wrong. There are certain things like, okay, I'll put it this way. Uh, like I know there's like a air quote fun conspiracy. People like to think about like, Oh, the, uh, government is, uh, doing like human experiments that we don't know about and all that stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know what? Uh, I don't believe in that, but say they are until it really affects me until they're like, you know, it's like, oh, they're they're working with only uh, uh, air quote volunteers or whatever. I'm like, all right, I kind of don't care. It's 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 more like a ghost story. Come to me when you find out they're working on like something like with pizza or Doritos, something that affects <laughs> me. Then I'm like, all right, yo, we got a problem. I, I kind of need to hear this. Where are you getting your sources? But I don't know. Um, but at the same time, like with conspiracy theories, uh, I don't know. I feel like with, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just around a bunch of, I'm going to say it, dumb people sometimes where like, they're just like, they, their life is so boring that they have to imagine these like 
Like, it honestly sounds like a movie when you're listening to them. Yeah. Like, it's always the government. It's always, <laughs> like, these scientists are working on this. And uh, literally, as they're talking, you're like, oh, you just watched this one movie. Right. Yeah. Like, you're literally saying the script li- line by line. <laughs> but then there are, I don't doubt, statistically, that there are some conspiracies where they're like, oh, my God, they're almost right. But they're not Quite completely fair. correct. Yeah. Like, I do believe... Like statistically, like oh, you you're a little bit off, but you're not too off. I it's just I've never heard a conspiracy. I mean, I think this is the closest one actually. I've never heard a conspiracy where it made me go like, oh my god, I I kind of want to know more. This one did make me have a reaction like, no way, no, because I I I stopped on my free time to look up when was this quarter made, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, it. it does get made in 2019 like with the plans and the drawings like you said yeah so now i'm like okay now i want an explanation like mm, what are you not telling us why'd you pick the bat out of all things why'd you pick the bat but again i i have this silly cartoonish mindset sometimes where i picture a troll working for them and they just know that literally down the road like say 2053 somebody's going to be paying somebody with a quarter and then they're going to see the bat and have a PTSD moment and be like, oh my God, 2020. <laughs> I I would. Yeah, I think a lot of people, I, I think a lot of people would. Yeah, yeah. given our year <laughs> or the last several years. Oh man. Like real quick, uh, uh, 2020, I don't know how 2020 was for you, but 2020 was a weird year for me because uh, it was actually like, COVID sucked. Mm-hmm. I always have to feel like I have to say that. Like, disclaimer, COVID sucked. But 2020 was actually kind of a good year for me. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I don't know about you. I can't share that, that same experience. Yeah. My, my dad passed away in 2020. Oh, no. And he had cancer. So, you know, it, it was – he found out actually January of 2020 that um, – whereas before, you know, he, he was cancer-free. Mm-hmm. He found oh, out it no. came back. Yeah. And that it – spread so that year wasn't my favorite no but there were good parts too yeah like uh 2020 for me like again uh uh, starting with the podcast literally the ball the the fire was ignited november of 2020 i decided to go back to school uh in january 2020 like that's when i made the decision i didn't actually start till uh January of 2021 and I don't know then I just I I feel like uh I just got a more um positive outlook on life because of COVID like man COVID really sucks and and started made me realize all right uh family's important I mean I already knew that but now it's like all right I I really want to be close to my friends and family yeah and be nice to everybody you 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 just never know uh, but yeah, t- 2020 was a weird year. COVID sucked. Well, always sucked. But 2020 for me and only for me, I can't, I can only speak for me was a good year. That's really good. Uh, and I can see that happening for, you know, a lot of people actually, because working from home gives you more time too, if you have that kind of situation, yeah. which a lot of people did. Um, and picking up hobbies, a lot of people picked up hobbies during quarantine because, mm-hmm what else is there to do right. during quarantine except for hobbies or 
maybe sleep. I don't know. <laughs> so a lot of people picked up hobbies that they didn't know they loved. Yeah. And I, I did that too with TikTok. Yeah. I didn't know I would enjoy that so much. And I I really do. How many followers do you have on there? Uh, It keeps changing. Yeah. I mean, I could, you want me to look? I mean, you can. I don't care. Let's see. Um, it literally, the last couple of days, actually, I want to say like, like the last week, mm-hmm. it's been going up. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, 32.6. So I doubled my amount of followers in that one video. Dang. That's awesome. Um, so, okay. So now going with TikTok. So let's dive into a little bit of controversy here. Uh, how do you feel about it being owned by the Chinese and the whole private data mining and all that stuff? How do you feel about that? So I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't know a whole lot about. I'm. I'm really behind as far as a lot of politics goes. With we'll see. But I heard it. I heard, I did hear about that. See, I'm not into politics at all. Like I, I you want to turn me off? Start talking politics. Like I somewhat keep up a little bit not and 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 okay to be quite honest with you like i'm giving it up only because like it's not it's not doing me any wonders and i used to okay so let's say somewhere around like five years ago i didn't i didn't i didn't know crap about politics and stuff I, yeah. I knew like the very bare basics of like oh how our government worked and stuff like that and most of my friends they kind of kept up with it and sometimes right. when i would hang out and they would talk i'd be quiet because i don't talk about something unless i know more about it and i know some people might relate with this but i always felt like i, I felt stupid like i'll just flat out say that i felt stupid i felt like oh man like i think it's important to know about politics i think like everybody should. Yeah. Like my friends sound smart right now. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now just to have it on record. If I meet you and you know a lot about politics, but you're not working for the government, I don't consider you a smart person at all. I, I consider you like you have way too much free time to be <laughs> listening to that crap. I envy people where if it's like, oh, hey, do you know about politics? No. I would high five them, be like, good, stay away from that shit. Like it's not. Right. And, and and I know people are going to talk about uh, uh, somebody's going to come at me and say, oh, it's important to know about uh, 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 what's going on. You're right. You're local, though. Like yeah. what's happening in your town and maybe your state and that's it. Whatever's happening federally, you're not going to do shit. The average person ain't <laughs> going to do shit. Shut, you're just going to bitch about it. I don't want to hear it. Uh, it, it's nothing but negative. Oh my God. Did you hear what Trump said? Did you hear what Biden said? I don't give a flying. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you on that. Like as far as, you know, what party somebody is or who they voted for, I don't, I don't care. I, and I don't, people make assumptions about my stance and truthfully, they don't know what my stance is mm-hmm. because I barely know what it is. But as far, I do think that there are some political things that we need to be aware of Mm -hmm. but a lot of those impact us on a day-to-day or they impact your field so as far as advocacy goes um any health changes any any um price transparency stuff like that that impacts my field so i know and i care about certain things when it comes to that but i'm not 
super well versed in politics as far as the good on you yeah five as far as the chinese um data share yeah yeah so i I don't even think that's like i know some people are gonna say like that's politics sorry i went on a tangent there uh see i don't consider it a politics thing i i consider it a hey uh uh people make it political i don't think it's a political thing i think it's a hey uh uh like somebody's always gonna say it like oh well facebook collects your data too it's like yeah but uh uh tiktok is pretty open about that they collect way more data and like almost like spyware to the point where comp uh ceos of companies like reddit and wells fargo they're like yo this is some sketchy ass shit we're not gonna have it and so uh you know it it, it kind of makes me look, look at that and be like oh i don't i don't know i mean these other companies they're fine with facebook what that says with tiktok but again I don't think that's a political thing. I think that's an individual thing. Yeah. Uh, because I have friends. You have TikTok. I don't. I've never once messaged you. I don't ever message anybody. Be like, hey, you shouldn't have TikTok. It's like, no. If you want it, you want it. That's yeah. fine. It's a personal thing for sure. I mean, I would prefer that people don't take a bunch of my personal information. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of different areas. Like, like you said. I feel like there's a lot of different areas that do take a lot of your information, mm-hmm. but may not be as publicized as TikTok. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you do Pokemon Go. I do Pokemon Go. I, I feel to. like they take a lot of your information. Oh, and your and they use it to advertise yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I there are, there are things that are taking my information and I have no idea how much or what they're going to take. Yeah. And so I've just kind of got comfortable. This is probably bad, but I've gotten comfortable with the fact that they're probably going to know things about me that yeah i mean like i i let me say this i don't have tiktok the privacy thing is a churn off but that's not the main reason why i don't have tiktok the main reason why i have i don't have tiktok is because i do have an addictive personality <laughs> i do i know my limits i know that if i got it like right now with this show, it's a fun hobby. Right. If, you know, it gets famous, awesome. Like I'm not going to complain about that. If it starts making money, great. The more the merrier. However, there's a certain point like, okay, for example, after we wrap, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to work on this episode and work on promoting it uh, uh, for the day, make a thumbnail and whatnot. After the episode airs, I work on getting my next guest. That's as far as my mind goes of how serious i take this show if i started doing with tiktok and i know it's a good tool i've I've seen it like it's easily can promote your videos if you take like a 30 second video put it out there people are going to be like oh i kind of want to watch the whole thing i kind of want to follow this guy i know that the moment if it starts to become like super famous and uh uh I get more followers. I'm going to be obsessed with it. And I know that it's, it will get to the point where I would like quit school, quit my job. So I know my limits. Yeah. That's why I don't have TikTok. I'm not going to say anything bad about TikTok. I'm just like, no, that's why I don't have it. If you want to have it, you want to have it. That's your choice. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally get that. It, it's hard to not to sit there and just like scroll mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. Because there's always something more or something, you know, cool to see or whatever it's it's easy to spend so much time on this app yeah but uh if you stick to creating on the app or try to stick to creating on the app it's it's easier not to 
you know, scroll so much. Yeah. So that, that's kind of what I do. But but yeah, I can see it. I, it. I put out more videos when one of my videos does really well. Yeah. 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 So I can see that for me, like, oh, man, I, I would have become too obsessed with it. And uh, yeah, so I know my limits. That's that's why I don't have a TikTok. And I've been told some of my friends would tell me, DJ, you need to get a TikTok. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> but your show can be really famous. I don't care. This yeah, podcasts good. do pretty well on TikTok. Yeah, I know. I'm just no. I, like, I am tempted. Don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> I I have thought about it, but uh, I know my limits. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um. So one of your videos is still yeah, like going on with the little controversial stuff. Uh, so one of your videos you were talking about like the vaccine and stuff like that. Yeah. So I saw, <laughs> I saw like I don't normally read comments or anything. You just made a video, uh, 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 uh pu- pulling one of the comments, and you were basically making a video reply to a comment of saying <laughs> somebody, one of your hecklers or whatever, saying like, "Oh, you're anti-vax and stuff." So yeah. here, I'll give you a platform, Kirsten. Are you anti-vax? No, not at all. I, in fact, I've gotten every vaccine pretty mm-hmm. much that I can think of, except for maybe the flu vaccine sometimes mm-hmm. um, for certain seasons, but I've gotten every every vaccine that you're supposed to get yeah. or even, even some optional ones I've gotten. And I vaccinate my kids. I was never anti-vax. In fact, earlier in my TikTok career, you can see me get really frustrated with some anti-vaxxers who commented on my, on videos I did with my daughter um over her passing saying it was probably a vax injury i got very upset because that's not something you say to a grieving parent it's not that's one thing it it makes them feel more guilt than they already do Mm -hmm. and there's no positive outcome because you you can't tell that now you can't say whatever you want to me don't bring anybody else into this right plus they don't know if she was vaccinated before she passed my my daughter was premature so her schedule was a little bit different but yeah um i am not anti-vax at all but the covid vaccine is a little bit of a different story for me and i i my stance isn't what some people think on my tiktok either i am not saying that this vaccine is awful and that people shouldn't get it people should get it some people should and there are some people who shouldn't Mm-hmm. Just like with any other drug or any other vaccination, there are there are people who absolutely should get it because they are, you know, they don't have the um, contraindications that yeah. others may have that, you know, complicate this vaccine or this drug. But there are always a group of people who shouldn't get a certain medication. And what bothers me about the COVID vaccine is that we are not being told some people shouldn't get it. This is what's being told to us is that everybody should go get it and that if you don't you know you're selfish you're you're um part of the problem Mm -hmm. you're making other people sick but what about the people who if they got it are risking their life and i mean i've heard several stories on tiktok of people who they try they're going to certain colleges or you know, applying for certain jobs and they're being mandated to take this vaccine in order to go to the college or get the job, but they have some condition that would be extremely dangerous with this vaccine. So they do the appeals or they, um, you know, submit for um, medical exception and Mm -hmm. they're getting denied. 
it's not as easy as people think or accessible as people think. And it's preventing success for these individuals. And that's not fair. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand Joe Schmo, who doesn't have any medical history at all or doesn't have heart problems or, you know, previous autoimmunes getting the vaccine. I, I, I get that. But when you have people who already have an autoimmune uh, disorder and they're getting a vaccine that's supposed to impact their immune system, you don't know what kind of things can happen to them. And that's not fair. Yeah. It should be a personal choice. It shouldn't mm -hmm. be forced, at least I think. No, 100%. I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, it's just, oh man, like w what pisses me off the most is that uh, literally... I, I make this dumb joke. Everybody makes this dumb joke where uh, BC before COVID now, <laughs> like we've basically went back in time, is that uh, before COVID, no one would ask you like in a normal conversation is like, hey, are you vaccinated? Right. You, you just assume people were or you just didn't care. I just never cared. I never assumed that they did. I just never cared. Like yeah. I'm, I'm vaccinated. I'm good. Then after COVID, just a bunch of just cowards and stuff. And uh, uh, and now people are just like, you know, wanting to know everybody's privacy, everybody's, you know, private life and all that stuff. Now it's gotten to the point where with COVID, uh, with the vaccine specifically, where uh, if you choose not to get it, like, you know, say you're a 25 year old and you're just like, no, statistically, if I get COVID, it's not going to be bad for me. And so you make the conscious decision. You make your own risk assessment and you're like, no, I'm good. I don't need the, the vaccine. Right. You're labeled as anti-vaxxer. No, you're not. You're just you're choosing not to get this one. You're smart enough to know your own risk assessment. Yeah. The problem with some people seeing that it's like, no, 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 you're not smart enough. I'm smarter than you. This doctor said this. This doctor said this. And I'm on the side of them. Therefore, I'm smarter than you. I'm better than you. You need to get it. Right. Which then naturally uh, 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 turns on the rebellious spirits of most people and be like, all right, then screw you. I'm not going to get it. Exactly. Um, But... And, and it goes with the virtual signal bullshit. Like, I, I hate it so much. Uh, like, and it, it, and I hate social media so much for this because uh, I remember, like, as a joke saying, like, oh, what superpower would you want to have? And I, I would say, like, oh, mind reading would be dope. I don't need mind reading anymore. I got social media. I know what <laughs> everybody's thinking about 24-7 now. And it's a shame where I, I see my friends doing the whole virtual signal bullshit and, and, I have a lot of friends who are super open about like, y'all need to get the vaccine. I'm better than you. Oh, and if something bad happens to you, then good. And it's just like, wow, like, cool. Wow. It, it needs to be a personal choice because it's your health. Yeah. Nobody else. So if you get the vaccine, first of all. How come we're not like this with diets and stuff? Right. Like eating right. And it's, it's, it's only this. It's like, oh, because this affects people. Uh, dieting also affects people. Yeah, it, it does. But what I think maybe the difference is that it affects somebody else's. So my decision may impact you mm -hmm. because it, we're in close proxi proximity. But the, the problem with that is it's still my decision. Mm -hmm. And my decision also impacts 
me and impacts my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and this medication, this, well, I say medication, this vaccine, it's not FDA approved. It's something called emergency use authorization. It's com- That's not the same as FDA approval. FDA approval takes, I think it, it it's 12 to 14 years, it's either 12 to 14 or it's 13 to 15 years usually for something to become FDA approved. Emergency use authorization can happen in two months minimum. Um, where, I mean, the studies that you have to do for FDA approval versus the studies you have to do for emergency use authorization. FDA approval, it's one to four years. You have to prove that um, your medication is effective and that there aren't long-term negative effects for that amount of time that you foresee or you know, if there are, it's still out, the benefit still outweighs the risk. Whereas emergency use, it's a two-month time period that you have to follow up. That's not enough time to know the impact of this vaccine. It's just not. And for some people, you know, that might be okay. You might feel like, like that is sufficient and that's completely okay. That's your decision to make. But for people who, you know, want to plan a family a couple years down the road and you don't know if this is going to cause birth defects, that's a real thing you have yeah. to evaluate. And for people who have medical conditions, you don't know how this is going to interact. For people who are taking certain medications, you don't know if this is safe with that. I mean, we saw an uptick in blood clots, especially with women who were taking birth control and got the shot. That's a that's a real problem that we may not know is a problem until we encounter it. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what scares people. But I do think that the vaccine is necessary. I think it is important because we do need something. COVID is real. I, I think COVID is real because I had COVID. I know some people think otherwise, but it was bad. I was asleep for two weeks straight, just oh, about. Really? I mean, I, I woke up for maybe an hour out of the day, if that. I couldn't keep my eyes open. You know, my oxygen level was down. It was awful. But I still would risk that for myself rather than get the vaccine because I don't think that it, I don't think I would do well with the vaccine knowing some of my medical history, you know, and yeah. I, I'm not, it's not worth a risk for me. Yeah. But see, you're smart enough to know, to make your own decisions. You don't need some government bullshit uh, personnel or, you know, doctors and stuff like to tell you, you can make your own decision. Yeah. That's it. Like, uh, I, I it sucks that you had COVID and it affected you that bad. I had COVID, I was fine. Yeah. Uh, I it my head was foggy for like maybe two three days and then I was fine. I mean, I was responsible in the sense that like, all right, I'm even though I'm feeling fine, I'm not gonna go out. I'll wait the two weeks and then I did went got tested again, tested negative, and I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. And. But yeah, like I, I was able to make that decision. I didn't need anybody. I, I knew how to handle it. Yes, there are some people that uh, uh, will get test positive and still do something stupid. And and to my response to that is, yo, like, yeah, but that's that individual's choice. He or she did something stupid. Uh, you can't you can't control that person. If we could control that person from making a dumb decision, we wouldn't have bad shit happening. Even not and. 
take away COVID, insert whatever blank here. Right. Like, it's not a perfect world, ladies and gentlemen, and people are not perfect. People people are going to do bad things because it's bad, and it sucks. I mean, we could do our best to try to mitigate that, but... Some people like, suck. Like, driving drunk. That's yeah. a bad thing. Like, and we tell people all the time, and people know it's a bad... No, no one has ever driven drunk got caught and was like, oh, I thought I could. I didn't know this was against the law. No one does that. I mean, not like sincerely. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like sincerely. Like no one, no one gets pulled over and was like, what? You're not allowed to? Like what? This is the first time I'm hearing this. Like people are going to do bad shit. It sucks. We can do our best to try to mitigate that. And, 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 you know, that's how I see, you know, if somebody gets infected with COVID, it's like, hey, if you get infected, just, you know quarantine yourself whatever uh the whole lockdown was so stupid um but yeah with and then going back with the vaccine is that hey we got this vaccine that's helping all right cool well let's let's help out the most vulnerable first you know so like the old people the people with secondary health conditions and we, and we we were doing that now honestly like I, I'll, I'll go ahead and you know say it like okay we're good i consider covid we're we, we're here in Georgia, you know. COVID's pretty much over. Uh, I feel bad for every restaurant worker that still wears a mask, even though it does freaking nothing. And it's like, yo, it it's over. It, and the vaccine's free. If you want to, the way I see it, it's on. It's just choice. You want to get the vaccine? Go get the vaccine. You don't want the vaccine? You don't have to get the vaccine. Bad things are still going to happen regardless whether you get it or not. And if you're talking about COVID, if you don't get the vaccine, if you tell me, no, I'm okay, I don't want to get the vaccine, then I'm assuming you're okay with the risk. Right. And then if somebody goes like, yeah, but that person can infect another person. Okay, if that person is worried about other people infecting them, they can get the vaccine. Well, they don't want to get the vaccine. Then it's their freaking choice. Right. Like, it's over. They're done. The, the problem is choice. I mean, it's not a problem. It's a blessing. People are choosing it. There we go. They're done. Whatever. It should be that. But I mean, I I understand too that there is a new variant, the Delta variant that's out mm-hmm. and it is impacting some people and it, it does spread faster. And it, this one is also impacting some kids. And that's that's sad and it's terrible. And I hate that. But at the same time, you know, a lot of vaccinated people are still getting this. There's they're still getting this variant. And so many people like to say it's because there are unvaccinated individuals out mm-hmm. there, but there are always unvaccinated individuals out there. I I feel like it's, I mean, I'm not a scientist. I don't 100% know, but I feel like it's too soon to say that, that this virus isn't just like the flu where you have to keep up with it. You know, I don't think it's 100% the fault of the people who don't get the vaccine and no two, it's not it, yeah we that has to be an option you know it, it has to be because sometimes sometimes vaccines do more hard, harm than good depending on what it is and oh, how man, developed the first time it is polio was a thing like the polio vaccine they botched that yeah I, uh, I was uh listening to a, a podcast talk about it and then they were going into great details about like the rollout of the polio now that it messed up, they did a little bit more harm than good in the beginning. And I think it's something, I forget, it took like four or five years for them to like get it 
because the the right. COVID vaccines, it's it's a medical miracle. You know, uh, they were able to you know engineer that like in a year, less than a year, and they had previous research because yeah. they they were they were trying to engineer and develop. Um, using that previous research, but then they were able to take that and try to yeah. um, gear it towards COVID. See, my problem, though, with COVID is it's just like my problem in ev- everything in life is people. It, it's just uh, uh, my the virtual signaling bullshit people who they're losers in real life before COVID and COVID gave them like kind of like an outlet where Oh, hey, I get to put a, a a filter on Facebook, on Instagram, whatever, to show that I'm better than you, right. that I have purpose in life. That's what pisses me off because they're the ones who are polarizing uh, and making things worse. They're the ones who are getting some people to turn on that rebellious spirit. Like somebody showed me a video of this older woman um, who she's like in her 50s, 60s, whatever. Uh, and her, I guess, granddaughter, daughter, whatever, was saying like, "Hey, mom, uh, I got, I, I got the vaccine." It's like, "You got the vaccine?" It's like, "Are you gonna get it?" It's like, "No, I'm not gonna get it." It's like, and uh, uh, just saying like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna listen to all these people. I'm not gonna be a sheep like all these people." And when I saw that, like, I didn't think like, "Oh, bad on that woman," or "Good on that woman." I just thought, "No, she's making a decision. That's yeah. it." Yeah. She's making a decision. It's her choice. Whether I agree with it or not, it's her decision. That's it. And her family can deal with it. It's not my family. They can deal with it. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's like my parents, they're older. Uh, they live in Florida. I wanted them to get the vaccine. I was like, you know, because you are on that age bracket where if you get it, it will affect you. I didn't care about me. My mom would always tell me, it's like, oh, please be safe, wear a mask and stuff. And I was like, yeah. Mom, if I'm 28, I'm in a good shape. If I get it, I'm fine. And if I die, I die, whatever. <laughs> but uh, she didn't like me saying that, of, of course. But I wanted my parents to get it. But if my parents chose not to get it, I would respect that. I would be like a little bit a little anxious because, you know, they're my parents. Yeah. But I respect choice. Uh, you, uh, uh, I mean, to an extent. Um, I don't respect people making super bad choices. But, uh, yes, you, I wanted my parents to get the vaccine. They did get the vaccine. So that was good. So now I'm like, all right, good. I don't, my, I'm not going to put my business out to other people and also privacy. Like I'm generally a private person. If somebody comes right. up to me and was like, Hey DJ, did you get the vaccine? I'd be like, did you think I got the vaccine? And they'd be like, I don't know. Did you? And I'd be like, I don't know. What do you think? And then that's it. Like, it's going to be private. I'll tell you yeah. off air, but I'm not going to put it on air. Like, I'm not going to put it publicly because it's I don't like, blame no, you. It's, 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 it's not a thing. Like, you yeah. don't need to know. It's all good. It's worthless information for you. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't blame you. I mean, people are getting punished for not getting the vaccine in a lot of different areas. Mm-hmm. There are I, I, I know nurses who are afraid to speak out because they're getting required. And I had people message me they're getting required to take this vaccine by a certain date and they don't want to. And the, if they speak out, a lot of them, not all of them, I know everyone's situation is different, but their licenses are being threatened. See that, is, and that's bullshit. Yeah. And so I wonder how many of the doc, I don't know, because I, I don't know how many doctors are dealing with the same thing if they are, but how many doctors are saying that 
people should go get vaccinated, that all people should go get vaccinated because they're they're afraid of retribution. I mean, I just I have never seen there be such a push for all people to go get a vaccine or all people to go get you know, a medication. I just think it's exhausting. Like, replace COVID for a second. I just don't care about people's business that much. Right. Like, I think it's so exhausting to, like, wonder about somebody you can't control, somebody that is not in your immediate circle. Like, I just, the more I think about it, the more I think about other people's business. Oh, man, I, I'm getting a headache just thinking about that. And I'm like, and there are people actively pushing for this. If it's not COVID, it's one. It's going to be something else. And it's just so yeah. freaking annoying. It's just like, in a way, I kind of like not admire it, but like I question it's like, man, how do you have the energy to care about what other people think, what other people do? They make it, they make it like a, they're helping the community type thing. Like I've had so many negative comments. Yeah. I, I've had so many negative comments and even somebody stitched one of my videos basically yelling at me, telling me <laughs> that I'm causing people to die by saying, you know, I'm not going to get the vaccine and and pointing out some things that are important to know before you decide. Mm -hmm. Like the FDA approval thing. My mom thought it was FDA approved. I know a lot of people who thought that was the case because of how it was, like how this vaccine was publicized. They don't distinguish between, you know, FDA approval or emergency use authorization approval when they're promoting this vaccine. They say, oh, the FDA, um, you know, approved this. They're not saying which approval or, oh, the FDA backs this vaccine. People automatically think that that's, that's the drug approval. But emergency use authorization only allows them to use this vaccine while there's an emergency going on. So anybody who wants to get the vaccine, I do encourage you to get it when, you know, when you can, because it may not always be available too. When COVID starts to die down, emergency use authorization, it, it's only temporary. Mm -hmm. So until that gets approved as, you know, a vaccine for use by the FDA, that emergency use authorization is only, it's only valid during the emergency. And so there's going to be a gap there, more than likely, yeah. assuming that this doesn't go on for years and years and years. Yeah. Like, I, I, I got this friend on on Facebook. I'm not going to say who their names or anything. But it's funny because, like, ironically, before COVID and even still during COVID, they like to they like to act like a badass and, and write things like hashtag nobody cares and stuff like that. <laughs> Yet they're the exact same people that would talk about like oh you need to you need to get vaccinated or you're a piece of shit and stuff and i'm just like yeah that's really motivating hashtag nobody cares all right then you don't care right then then, then being stop, different. stop being stop virtual signaling stop all, acting all high and mighty like get off your fucking high horse it's like no you're good and and, and and see, I I always go back to the the people because I, I I mean you're right with the FDA that there are some people that, like statistically there's probably somebody out there right now who don't want the vaccine until it's FDA approved right and until it is they're they've made a conscious decision their choice no no gun to their head they made the choice I'm not gonna get it till it's officially FDA approved 
That's it. They made that choice. So, and for me, it goes back to the person. It goes back. They made that choice. It's their families and friends problems. If they want to try to motivate them, convince them, that's whatever. Uh, and then there are some people who aren't going to get the vaccine regardless whether it's FDA approved or not. They're just yeah. like, no, I made the conscious decision. I made my own risk assessment. I know that like you and I are a good example. You had COVID and, and it, it was bad for you. I got COVID and it was fine for me. Right. You and I right there, we didn't know each other right there. It's like, you know, uh, if after I got it and somebody were to survey me and say, hey, DJ, would you get the vaccine? Like, and it'd be like, oh, well, it didn't affect me that bad. So, no, I won't get it. And then somebody surveyed you and, and you had it bad. And it's like, Kirsten, would you get it? And if you say no, it's like, oh, wait, that's so weird. It affected her worse, but she's choosing not to get it or vice versa. It didn't affect me, but I'm still choosing to get it. And it's affected you bad, but you're still choosing not to get it. Those are just choices. Right. Like, literally, there's so many datas out there. There's somebody who got the vaccine, who never got COVID, who would probably be just as fine with the antibodies. There's somebody there that did get COVID, got the vaccine. They they don't want to feel that ever again. And I mean, the, the, the combination goes on and on. And again, it's it just comes down to choice. Uh, it, and everything's transparent. You can go online. You can do some research if you feel comfortable with it. I, I, I do think it's bullshit and it's, it's nothing short of evil that companies, schools, and enter whatever are putting a gun to your head and saying, no, you need to get the vaccine or we're not going to hire you or you're not going to be a part of the school. They're literally holding you back. Right. And then they're the same people that talk about, oh, we have a uh, we need to lift people up. We have a homeless problem. Oh, that's funny because that person was trying to get a job, yeah. but you caused that person to be a homeless because now they can't get hired. You're creating a class system at that point, mm -hmm. a first and second class, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And this, in history, we've had this for numerous different reasons, whether it be race, ethnicity, religion, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. You don't do this to people. People are people. And just because you feel one way doesn't mean they have to feel that way. I am fine if you want to get vaccinated. I I don't think of you less. Mm -hmm. I I just hope I ask my followers at least to please do your research both sides. Don't let me sway your decision because that's not what I want. Yeah. I want you to be encouraged and empowered to go do your own research and understand some of the pitfalls that other people have had. Like I experienced that my mom didn't know it was not FDA approved. And so I explained that pitfall. There, There's tons of research out there. If you can go do your, own, do your own research, you can make an educated choice for yourself. And that's what you have to do Good. as a patient, you know. But I think there are also people that there, – there are people that are being hurt by – the mentality that everybody needs to get this vaccine. Mm -hmm. And that's not okay. As, as a patient advocate, I feel strongly for the people who get ignored. And unfortunately, a lot of the people who are saying that everyone should get this vaccine, they're using people who have health conditions that need to be protected, right? And I get that. But these same people who need to be protected, who have health conditions, who are deciding not to get this vaccine, are being punished for it. Mm -hmm. and aren't being protected. And so I don't think that's right. And I know I've gotten a lot of hate for some of my videos um, in the comments and otherwise, you know, otherwise, but I think that 
it's the right thing to call attention to these things because it's it is important Mm -hmm. no i mean well said um and honestly we could go back and forth circle but no i mean we said all that we could say um and i think i think i I admire you uh uh because it's funny how i have i have to even say a phrase like oh i admire you for you know being a decent person to just being like, hey, listen, I'm not the end all be all. I'm just a person. I make my own decisions. I'm I, you know, make decisions for my kids because they're kids right now. Right. And but I'm not gonna make a decision for you and your kids. You need to make them. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. So you know, um, changing the subject now. So this is kind of my theme on the show is uh uh, I guess advice. So we, we, uh, I usually try to tell my guests about like things like, uh, whether they're, you know, uh, my last guest, he's, uh, aspiring to be a NASCAR racer. So I would tell him like, Oh, how would someone get started? I'll interview a DJ. It's like, you know, how to, how to get started or what advice would you give? So, uh, I thought of this, this cool thing. Cause, uh, you, you and I both have like, uh, some like funny relationship issues and 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 (laughs) success and stuff like that so i thought well you're a mother of sons and daughters Mm -hmm. what relationship advice would you give to your son and your daughter find somebody who respects you not just loves you but respects you no because there's a difference between love and respect you have to have both not one somebody can love you shower you in love make you feel loved but if they don't respect you it's not going to work. Yeah. You have to have both for somebody. But can you love them and not respect them? Yeah. You can? It happens all the time. Well, you can. I don't know if it would be considered love at that point, but I do think that you can feel yeah, loved no, and be disrespected. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought about it. I was like, wait, hold on. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And I also would tell them that everybody has character flaws every single person does not me i'm just kidding everyone has character flaws don't use it as a justification for bad behavior Mm -hmm. also also know that you decide when you meet somebody if you can accept those character flaws and how they may progress in that relationship because obviously you know you may not see everything right away But at the earliest point that you can decide, decide if you can accept those flaws Mm -hmm. because the things that you think you can overlook at the beginning of a relationship, they're not going to change. They might, I mean, they could, but more often than not, they're not going to, they might get worse, you know? So decide if, if that person is worth accepting those bad traits. Like I have bad traits. I am not an organized person. I'll, I'll tell you my bad trait, but what's, what's something like you can admit like, all right, I got this. Oh, I got lots of them. Um, Name one. Just I am, one. I'll, I'll give you one and you give me one. I am a messy person. Oh. I am a messy person. I My brain goes to a million different things at one time. I'm ADHD. And so I like get distracted really easily and I get excited about a topic like that I think about while I'm doing a task and then I'll like veer off my task and start doing 10 other things and 
I leave stuff everywhere. I lose my keys. I lose everything. <laughs> I struggle with being not messy. And that is something that somebody, if I'm dating somebody who is a need freak, they have to decide whether I'm worth, you know, accepting. I will work on myself, mm -hmm. but that's me as a person. I will try. I will fail mm -hmm. a lot. I, I've done it, but they need to accept that that's me. And if, if that changes somewhere along the line, then that's great. But if it doesn't and they accept me for that, then that's mm -hmm. even better. I mean, right. in some ways, I still yeah. want to change it. I still yeah. want to fix it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you, uh, are, what about dishes? Are you messy with dishes? Oh yeah. I hate dishes. <laughs> I hate dishes. That's like the one chore. If you ask me, if, if I'm with somebody and they're like, I will do the dishes for the rest of our lives. If you do everything else, I'd be like, deal. Yeah. Deal. Do them. All because right. well, right now I don't have a dishwasher. So it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I have to wash them by hand. And oh, see, just, I. I don't. I do that. I love hand washing. Uh -huh. uh, I, I was on. I had my sister in law uh, on the show, and I was explaining how to me it's like if I if I'm listening to music or listening to a podcast, it's therapeutic to me. I don't mind hand washing. I barely use the dishwasher. I use the dishwasher when I when I have people over. Yeah. And after we just got done with dinner, obviously I don't want it. It does take more time hand washing but i want to you know hang out with the people my guests yeah. so i'll just put it in the dishwasher and go hanging out with people uh but um no 90 99 of the time i hand wash i i, I love it it's, <laughs> weird. it's a yeah <laughs> but if i'm not listening to music or podcast it's it's the worst thing in the world right yeah, yeah you gotta have that music i yeah. always i always have music or i do like um TED Talks, like I'll listen to TED Talks. Yeah, awesome. I have my beats in literally like most of my day. Like if, if, especially if I'm just at the house, not doing anything, I, I have the beats in. Uh, my roommate, Zach, would sometimes try to get my attention. I'll be like, oh, what? And so <laughs> no, I have my beats in. I'm constantly listening to something. But yeah, the moment I'm doing a chore and I'm not listening to anything, it's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel you on that. Me, my character flaw. I mean, yeah, uh, everybody. I have so many. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I know <laughs> specimen. Uh, no. Uh, <sighs> okay, like I, I'll I'll give two quick ones. because uh, one of them, some people be like, "Oh no, I like that." Um, the that one is I'm competitive. Like, uh, I'm extremely competitive, but I like to That's think a I'm a good competitive, like I'm a healthy competitive where it's just fun. Uh, like if we're hanging out, if like I'm dating somebody and we're hanging out with friends, we're playing like board game night or video games or something, I get fun competitive and, and, and I'll, I'll, I try to make people laugh and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but some people see that as a turnoff and I don't want to be around that person, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but my serious one is that. I can get kind of quiet, um, like we're hanging out. And really? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <no. laughs> You're always so outgoing and like, like fun and like speak your mind. Yeah. No. If if I'm out in and like about, a nice way. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> like, okay. So say you and I are having dinner, right? Oh yeah. Like you know, we'll have a good banter back and forth, and and if I'm at your place and whatnot, like yeah, but. If we're dating and you're at my place and then 
you know, there are some days I'm not sad or anything. Yeah. I just don't feel like talking. I'll listen. And then it's like, you know, sometimes I get quiet. I do need to work on that because like one of my relationships, she was just like, oh, like, I feel like you're not appreciating me and stuff. Like, you're just so, like, you don't appreciate that I'm here. I'm getting that vibe. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm quiet. So I do need to work on that. Sometimes I do go ghost, especially with text. Uh, I'm the worst <laughs> texter. So if, if somebody texts me, I would say, you know, I'll put myself on the crosshair. I do see the text, like, 90% of the time, I do see it. But I don't reply immediately. Majority of the time, I don't reply immediately. Uh, I don't know. I'm just like, eh, I'll reply later. I'm the same way. Like, if I get a text and I'm doing something or I just don't feel like, like, peopling, I, I'll be like, eh, no, I didn't see it. Like, Especially if you're fast at replying. So, like, say somebody texts me and I, I replied then and there. Mm-hmm. And then I put away my phone. And then bring is like, okay, I'll reply. Then bring, I'm like, mm, you know what? This time, I'm going to take, like, a 10-minute break or something. Right. So, I I do hate texting sometimes. And most of the times, I go quiet. Like, I, I, yeah. It depends on who you're talking to, too. Because if you know they're going to send you novels at every response, and they're going to respond, uh, like, immediately, and it's going to be, you know, a two-hour conversation where you have to keep texting. Like, if you're doing something, you're not going to want to start that. Yeah, you but text you me a book. Yeah, and then to well, I do that to people, but <laughs> but you know, if you like keep the conversation going longer than you maybe should, and somebody's doing something, they're not gonna want to like make you think they're ignoring you mm. mid conversation after it's started, and you know there's a conversation there. No, it's easier to just be like, oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> you know, oh, you text me. Oh, I don't know. Man, but I, w- I would get busted if somebody, like, were able to, like, hack my phone and, like, see the uh, front camera. And they'd be like, bitch, I saw you ch- see my text. Like, you need a reply. And I'm like, mm. Like, read receipts? Oh, oh those that, are the I, worst. I turned, oh, I turned those off. Me too. <laughs> like, I remember somebody, I think there was, like, an update one day when it was, like, new. Yeah. And it was, like, automatically on or something. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. And then I didn't reply. And somebody goes, like, I know you just replied. And I was like. How? I bet that has ended so many relationships. Oh, I don't doubt that. And my, my mom the other day, she was like, how do I turn read receipts on so I can see when somebody's read my message? And I'm like, you can't. Somebody else has, they have to do that on their end. Thank God. And she was like, why? I was like, because otherwise, nobody would use their phones ever. Like, it's not. Oh, no, man. man whoever, whoever invented that, like, they just had a bad breakup or or they had a distant spouse and, and nobody liked that person nobody liked <laughs> I, that person I, no offense whoever that is I, but no, like I don't. <laughs> why would you create i don't know if you would create that that function if people liked you that person like, was a dick yeah i'm just gonna say but like all right so uh, uh what what specific advice you would give to like your son and a specific specific advice you would give to your daughter okay so for my daughter this is going to be kind of um based on gender because it it it, you experience different things my daughter um she 
does have crushes on boys and stuff like that. So mine would be geared towards that as of right now. If she told me that she liked girls, it would change a little bit Mm -hmm. because I think that depending on who you are attracted to, there are different obstacles you encounter. Um, But for her, I would say... Don't justify behavior because you want to keep somebody around. Don't sacrifice. Don't sacrifice the quality of that relationship because you want the quantity of that time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, yeah, because uh, uh, I mean, I I I know you've known and I've known people who because they like the person and it's that that cliche like oh i can change him or i can change her no you can't and they're like oh i i'd rather hang out with them at their worst than not have them at all because maybe one day like they'll be at their best but yeah it's that tragic story and you do have to love somebody at their worst if if their worst can be i don't care it it can be geared towards you no just can't no their worst it it's a it's a personal, you know, challenge. It it can't be abusive. It can't be, you know, negative to your life to the point where it's holding you back or bringing you down. That's not okay. Yeah. Like, uh, the thing I picture is like, oh, this person didn't get that promotion. They're bummed out about that. So it's not geared towards you, They're but they're upset. Right. It's your job to try to comfort them. Exactly. And, uh, but... I, I don't care who you are, man or woman, it does not matter. You shouldn't put your foot down if that person tries to, you know, snap at you and be like, yo, I'm not going to take that. Uh, it's like, you're you're angry at something I had no control over. Don't take it out on me. Right. Like, I'm here to help you. Like, who who else can say that they're here to help you? I'm here to help you. You're having a bad day. You know, let's work towards it. You're not going to take it out on me. Right. Yeah. I I think... I had another, I had actually an equally as important piece of advice for my daughter. And then my ADHD brain no. kind of like let oh, I'm it so go. I got to stop talking. No, I, it, this happens like mid me speaking sometimes. But it was really, what did, it was something you said triggered it. Ah, damn. Don't you hate when that happens? Yes. I hate when that happens so bad. Um, I was saying something maybe like, where they take it out on you yeah i'll think of it no um for my son oh yeah okay and there it goes again no (laughs) oh my gosh this is so bad for my for my son i would tell him hmm that one's tougher that one's a lot tougher For my son, I would tell him to This is really hard. Oh my no, gosh. You're good. I mean I have some, but Yeah, I'll try to help you out. Let let's say your son comes up to you and says, uh, hey mom, like I've been with this girl for a while. Like, I like her. Uh how do I know, like, how how do I know if she's the one or, uh, 
that she's a good one. Like she, she has these good qualities. I don't know what good and bad qualities are. Does she support you with what you want to do and what you want to accomplish? Or does she feel threatened by the things that you want to accomplish and the things that you do? Like, is she afraid if you decide to be an actor on television and you know get famous? Is she afraid of all of these women who will follow all over you and love you and want to be with you? Or does she support your dreams and try to make them a reality? Because you can be, you know, nervous of losing somebody, but not to the point where you want to hold them back. That's not okay. You need to also be supportive of them and make sure that they they know they can reach their full potential with you. And I think that's really important for men when they have, you know, that person that they're supposed to be with. They need to know they can reach their full potential with that person instead of feeling like that is now negative to their relationship if they go and pursue the things that they want to. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think, you know, for women, it's not as much that way. I think it's you need to find somebody who is going to be supportive of you in different ways supportive of you as a person, supportive of you as, you know, a partner, somebody who loves and respects you to the point where they, not only will they not purposefully disrespect you, but they demand that of people around you as well. They want to protect you. Yeah. My brother gave me a really good advice. I I, I want your take on this. Uh, because you, you have kids, so um, it's he he said something along the lines of like so for me as a guy like oh, I'm looking for uh, a woman is that all right find a woman that if you had a daughter she would grow up to be your mom or to uh, be your wife did you smile then that's who you you need to find so vice versa like if you have a daughter and she's interested in guys it's like you know find you a guy that if you had a son he grew up to be you know like him did you smile and because uh, he has a daughter and he was like yeah if she grew up to be my wife oh man like like my wife uh did, i'd be the happiest dad in the world and i was like damn i never heard that that was really powerful and so I wonder if you would agree with that. Yeah, I do. And also, I mean, the same kind of thought. If, you, if you're dating somebody and you're treating, you're treating them a certain way, if I'm going to take men as an example, but mm -hmm. you can reverse it to women too. If, if you're treating your significant other a certain way, would if your daughter dated you, would that bother you? You tr how you are in that relationship. If your daughter dated you, how would you feel? Yeah. You know, if they found something, somebody just like you, and they dated you. Yeah. Is would you be upset? If yeah. so, you need to change. Yeah. You need to fix that. God, I've known so many guys who is just like, oh, and then some of them are parents, and I'm just like, all right, I hope you did a 180 because who you were before you had a kid, you sucked. <laughs>
Yeah, you def definitely do change a lot after you had a kid. But I mean, for some people, I guess that's not true. Some people decide mm -hmm. not to. But I think at, at some point you do. Mm -hmm. It's just when you do that yeah. it changes. It Some people have that happen way late and they regret those decisions. De uh, <laughs> gosh, decisions. Um, and some people change the moment they find out that they're going to be a parent. And I mean kind of need to you need to do it as early as you can because you can never get those moments back yeah no that's that's powerful stuff oh man like i like in a way i can't wait till i become a dad and like because i feel like i've gotten all these great advice and i'm like man i, I kind of like now want to test it but at the same time like i don't think it ever goes away it's like, man, I'm scared. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm scared only because I, and, but a, a good scare, uh, uh, just because it's like, you know, it, it's not a, it's not a. Oh, I'm not cut out to be a parent. I am. I'm the, no, it's a, it's a commitment thing. It's like once yeah. you're there, you're there. You got to be the best one, and not be deadbeat, and all that stuff. And, but yeah, like, I, I, I hear all these. Like I interviewed a bunch of moms and a, a bunch of dads and yeah, all of them gave me like some of them know each other. Some of them don't. I've gotten all these really cool advice and I'm just like, damn, now I have all this knowledge and I'm yeah. like, oh, I want to put it into practice. But now when the time comes, the time comes. I will say that there is never a perfect time. There is never a perfect time to, yeah. I mean there are I more ideal times ideal times yeah but you know if you're in a committed relationship for however long you know two three years what wherever whatever point where you're starting to question whether you should start a family with somebody and you're waiting for things to be perfect like finances to be perfect you know situation to be perfect um just everything the world to be perfect you're never gonna get the perfect storm it it's just it's just not there. And what people don't understand is that you never feel 100% ready mm -hmm. until you're in it. And then you still don't feel 100% ready. Like, I'm not 100% ready. And my oldest is 11 mm -hmm. going into middle school. I'm not ready for middle school. Like, I, there are things that you're not going to be prepared for. And, you know, when we're growing up and, and, and you see your parents, you're like, or you, you see teachers or adults even, you're like, they've got their crap together. Like they know things that I don't know. They're perfect people. You idolize them almost. And then you realize when you grow up that they had no idea what they were doing. None of us do. Yeah. We have no idea. There is no one right way that people are like, yep, this is hundred percent right. And actually know what they're talking about. There are people who say, do things this way. And others who say, do things this way. And they'll tell you it's right until 10 years later when it changes again you know everything is always changing there's never you know a perfect path to parenthood you've got to do what you think and feel is best in those moments but sometimes you make mistakes you're human too and i think that it's important too for kids to see that pa their parents make mistakes sometimes man you hit the nail on the head with that that's god it, it it hits it hits me personally hard just because like i think when you said that i think about all the bad shit i've ever done to my parents and 
like I was just a little freaking <laughs> bad kid and like my parents they live in Florida but they they watch the show but like I love you mom and dad but yeah like I just want to like, want to hug them and be like I'm so sorry that I ever gave you trouble Aww. like there were moments like right now where I like doing the dishes now there was a time I didn't do that because I, I didn't have earphones and I uh, uh and and all that stuff and my mom would always be like man do the dishes I'm like eh, whatever and I Later. would let her do it and I just I'm like oh my god I was a piece of shit like <laughs> and I'm just like oh man I cringe when you say that because it's true like we we do see adults when we're younger thinking they're smart and they got their shit together right no they're still figuring it out. Like they're still making mistakes, and I, I I look back and I see that, and it just makes me respect my parents that much more. And but yeah, it's a it's a where you said with kids, it's important for them to realize that you know their parents make mistakes. It's it I I don't know. I mean, I say this not being a parent, I don't know if it's possible because uh, I remember looking to my parents thinking like, no, they're perfect. They're they're the smartest people. They. Uh, you know, they don't make mistakes. And if something bad happened, I'm thinking, oh, they meant they meant for that. Right. So I don't I don't know. But at, at the same time, I think it is important. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, that I, when a parent makes a mistake, yeah, uh, to tell their kids, it's like, hey, listen, I know I did this. That was wrong. I made a mistake. We're not perfect. OK, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. shouldn't have yelled at you kind of thing. I was in the wrong. Yeah. That's a common one at my house. Oh, I'm sorry I lost my temper. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean to get really angry about this. It's just I want you to change it and then let's work towards changing it. But then too, you know, there are things that kids want parents to change. So it's important to also ask, you know, hey, what what should I change? How can I be better? What? And sometimes you get those answers. Well, uh, I don't want to have to do homework. Like, you yeah, can change that. Because I, I, I was going to say, I think that's uh, like you're giving your kid a, a little weapon there. Well, they're going to abuse it. But I think most of the time, or at least in my case, most of the time mm -hmm. when, when asked this, it's legitimate things. Okay. It's things that maybe I didn't consider before. It's things that from the perspective of my of my kid he's right he or she is is right mm -hmm. i do need to change this i need to be better and try to do better and if i fail that's okay but to show them or tell them hey look you know i didn't do this perfectly um learn from me or you know it's okay you didn't do this perfectly people make mistakes and just like we make mistakes and we know we make mistakes as parents we need to understand too that we can't hold our kids to a higher accountability than we hold ourselves. Yeah. It's not okay. And it happens so often with parenting. It's hard to like think about it that way. Cause you know, if, if your kid's room is messy and you've told them to clean it up like <laughs> 10 million times, cause this happens all the time. My son is really bad about this. My youngest and they don't do it. And then you get onto them and you're like, why is your room still messy? Like you promised you'd have it done today and they don't have it done. And then you look behind you and your room's messy, <laughs> which has happened to me more than once. Your room's not messy. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Close the door right behind you. I don't know what you're talking about. But, you know, you can take that and you, you can be like, you know what? You're, we, 
we both messed up. Let's fix it together. You do yours. I'll do mine. Have you ever tried to, like, I, I have this thought. Uh, have you ever tried to uh, turn it into a game? It's like, oh, let's see who can clean our room the fastest. Yeah. Uh, winner will get, like, ice cream or something. And then does that work? No. Uh, it depends <laughs> on the kid. It totally depends on the kid. Like, my oldest two, I don't have to ask them twice most most days mm -hmm. to, like, clean up. But my youngest, like, if you and <laughs> he is my hard one, like my really <laughs> challenging, but I I love him to death. If you incentivize him, a lot of the times it goes wrong and kicks you in the butt because oh, no. you'll be like, you know, let's see who can get done first. And he'll take all of his stuff and push it under his bed yeah. and say he's done and ah. be like, oh, it's me. You know, you got to be careful mm -hmm. about that. We're working on lying right now. That's <laughs> that's a, a a thing that we're working on in my house. There you go. Like, I don't know if you saw the TikTok video where I gave him uh, Chipotle. No, I didn't see that. Oh, one. my gosh. What is, happened? All right. Uh, it did not get uh, it wasn't as popular as I think it, it deserved to be. This one was. It was interesting. Um, my boyfriend bought Chipotle for us and I gave Jason my kid uh chipotle and he was eating it i thought and two seconds later he comes back in he's like oh i'm done can i have the tablet because i told him he couldn't have the tablet until he was done eating mm -hmm. and i said no you're not it's been like literally two seconds there's no way you even ate part of it by that time you may have taken it to your chair and then came out to see me but you didn't eat it <laughs> No, I did. I promise. Like, can I have the tablet? No, you cannot. What happened to your food? Oh, it's in my stomach. No, it's not. <laughs> Where is it? In my belly. Uh-uh. And then finally, he was. I was like, where is it for real? Because I'm about to go check your room. And he is at the bottom of my closet. <laughs> he dumped his entire lunch at the bottom of his closet. No. Yeah, Chipotle, no less. No. Like, first of all, that's abuse of food. Like, that's... I mean, One, I bought that. Yeah. Well, second it's Chipotle. It, but still, he was pissed. He was like, I just bought that for you. And now you dumped it at the bottom of your, your closet. And I was so mad because, you know, he lied to me. He disrespected, you know, our stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he wasted food. And and then he had the audacity to be like, oh, I'm hungry <laughs> later. And I was like, um, no, you're not. Because... You know, you did this. You have to wait until oh, the next good meal. news. Open up the closet. Right. <laughs> There's some food right there. Yeah. Um. But he, I, I was like, you know what? I got so mad, you know, at that moment, and I, I felt myself get so mad, and I just told him, I was like, you know what? You're taking a nap right now. You're gonna go lay down. I'm gonna go in my room. And he did. He laid down and he took a nap. I went in my room and I took a second and I thought about. it. I was like, okay, well, it, it was kind of funny, a little, <laughs> and. <laughs> And so I made a TikTok about it, and I felt a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Oh, God, that poor Chipotle. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, he, so when we order from Chipotle now, um, he gets something else. And it's not because he doesn't like Chipotle. It's because... Was it a burrito or a burrito bowl? Or... I, think, I think it was a kid's burrito. Still. Man. Yeah. And, and chips, too. Like, oh. at least... <laughs> he likes... I know he... He actually liked the food, mm -hmm. I think. I don't think it was a matter of him disliking the food. It was just he wanted that screen. He wanted that, yeah, he wanted the tablet. So, yeah. And he thought, oh, she's never going to go out of my closet. Like, yeah. That's, that sucks that you had to go through that, but like, that's 
<laughs> at least it came out with a funny thing. I, no, I didn't see that TikTok uh, video. I, I should. Man, that's that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, Kirsten. Well, we just did an hour and 40 minutes. I don't know if it, to you if it felt like an hour and 40. It never no. feels like that to me. Uh, like, I'll, I'll look over and see that, like, I think I looked over when we were, like, at hour 20. And I was like, dude, it really did not feel like an hour 20. It felt shorter than that. Yeah, it does. But, yeah, no. Uh, hey, th- uh, thank you so much. Uh, where can people follow you and stuff? Uh, you can find me on TikTok at at the advocate so like the ad symbol mm-hmm. the advocate 13 yeah that's me no it's funny because i i typed in when i was uh uh because i would go on your instagram but then oh, it's different yeah and Barely. then uh but like the whole video wouldn't play so it's like all right let me go to tiktok to watch the whole thing and uh i i would type in uh kirsten warner at tiktok and it's like no that's not her then i had to go the advocate and then that wasn't in it and i was like oh i forgot the 13 yeah man it's super sensitive so yeah follow kirsten um uh, on tiktok the at advocate 13 follow her she's great she makes awesome videos um uh, kirsten thank you so much for coming on the show thank you so much for having me i yeah. had a good time oh man we're gonna it have nice you to see you again yeah no it, uh uh We've known each other for like 10 plus years or something, and it's it's been a hot minute since we saw each other. So, no, it's that's one thing. Another thing I'm, I'm super grateful about the podcast because it, it's a nice excuse to reconnect with people. Yeah. Uh, especially because, uh, you know, we haven't seen each other in years. So now we have like gaps to catch up. So it, it it's like a win win. It's like I do want to see you, but at the same time, and I do want content. So, to me, it works. Yeah, it's genuine. It, it it's one hundred percent genuine, and oh man, I can't. I, I, again, I can't say this enough. Like, I appreciate it when people come on the show. It's it, it's it's super fun. Like, it's it's such a fun hobby, and I'm mad that I didn't think of this sooner. But at the same time, I'm glad that it started then because if it if I started this like years ago and then COVID happened, it forced me to take a break. Ooh, oh yeah, I probably would have stopped. Yeah. So. It's so much fun. It really is. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, and we'll have you back on in the future. All right, take it easy, guys. See you.